0: Submit your questions and stories to ScreamQueerCast at gmail.com or by submitting them to Instagram at ScreamQueerPodcast and catch new episodes every Tuesday morning wherever podcasts are streamed. Remember to rate and subscribe. Welcome to the Scream Queer Podcast with Ralph Anthony. The following content contains topics describing graphic violence, strong sexual content, explicit language, and elements that may not be suitable for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. is going on beautiful people of the world thank you so much for clicking on this episode i hope you are all doing wonderful thriving and as always hanging in there i've received your messages i've received your tags yes i will be covering the recent las vegas alien case that has surfaced on tiktok and news outlets recently it's such a bizarre story it really makes you think that we are definitely not the only ones in this universe. I will be covering that, but I want to sit it out for a moment just to see if more information surfaces. Already, so much has been uncovered, but I need to see more. All that's been released is the police dash cam footage as well as some other videos of an object falling from the sky into a backyard as well as a video where the so-called aliens are being confronted. That video doesn't reveal so much. So like I said, I'm going to hold off for more information. If you have yet to hear of this fascinating case, you would want to check that out. Honestly, it's a simple Google search. Las Vegas alien crash, Las Vegas alien in backyard. Look it up. It is so crazy. I've got a great show for you all today. I am joined by Jessica, host of Mortal Thoughts Podcast, which tackles subjects and topics such as addiction, domestic violence, loss, and you can even catch me on the episode on the outside looking in. Join us after this brief break. hi jessica hi how are you doing
1: i'm good how are you
0: i'm doing well first and foremost thank you so much for taking the time to come and sit with me on the scream queer podcast
1: of course thank you for having me i'm excited
0: it's been a long time coming like i haven't wanted to get you on for quite some time
1: same yes. feeling is mutual.
0: I was recently on Jessica's very own podcast Mortal Thoughts. I was on the episode titled On the Outside Looking In where I kind of gave some insight about growing up as a LGBTQ+ plus little person. But uh but yeah, so why don't you go ahead and uh, give us some insight on what like really like drew you to the whole podcasting world? Like what gave you that that push to want to pursue this?
1: Well, like I've told you before in in our conversations, you actually gave me the push. Now what kind of got my mind going towards a podcast was um I do a lot of like little random videos where I'm ranting about different topics or like I do TikToks and so I'll I'll have like random people tell me, "Oh my god, you're so funny" or You have so much to say and I've heard I heard from a few people like you should start a podcast and I was just like "Mm, no yeah nobody's gonna listen to me yeah but then when you did it I was like oh my god that's so cool like maybe I could do that so yeah that's what really gave me the push to actually like do it.
0: Nice so what what made you want to to be about like the topics because you you talk about some heavy stuff on there. So, like what made you want it to be about like those kind of issues and and topics?
1: Well, I think for me, it was it's it's kind of a selfish reason. it's it's kind of therapeutic for me. It is to talk about those topics and it just really helps me learn about myself and like just a lot of self-reflection. But at the same time, I also want to help others. and I've always been the kind of person that people come to like with problems yeah. or issues. So, I don't know, I just thought like what what better way to do that than to talk about those things on a podcast with, you know, various people that want to come on and share.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah. So, definitely check out Mortal Thoughts podcast available on Spotify. Okay, so I ask all of my guest hosts what is your favorite scary movie if you even like the horror genre like are are you a horror fan i
1: love the horror genre i grew up on it my favorite is probably not one that's very popular um because it's it's a little bit older yeah my favorite scary movie of like all time is Roseberry's baby
0: Oh my god that's yeah. a good one. I love that movie. That's so good. Yeah. Did you watch the the remake of it with Zoe Saldana? I
1: tried. I couldn't it get into good, it. Huh? It, was like, it, was
0: like two yeah, it was like it yeah. was like too TV movie for me. Like it was split up in so many parts and didn't it was just like so it. like tamed down. I mean the the original wasn't like gory. I just, I don't know. I just feel like it didn't capture that that same essence.
1: It didn't. I yeah. loved the original. It's just it's so creepy it, and yeah. it's not like gory. It's not like jump scare. It's just it's, there's just something about it that just, it's like bone chilling to yeah, me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh my, I always, that one always slips my freaking mind. Like I, Yeah. That's one of my faves. I have you that.
1: I love all the old horror. Like I love The Shining, Salem's Lot, Rosemary's Baby. Um, Carrie. Carrie. Love Carrie. Carnival of Souls. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. I've never seen that one. That's one from like the 60s. And, that's a great one.
0: But it's is it in black and white? It
1: is. Yeah.
0: Are there like... Like,
1: souls like ghosts oh because
0: there's like a really there's like a movie about a carnival that looks yeah like really um like off-putting like it it just it it looks it's probably creepy. that way like there's like a lot of creepy people on there
1: another great one i don't know if yeah, this is really old this is like from the 30s it's called freaks
0: i think that's the one i'm, I'm thinking of
1: is that the one you're thinking like yes. with all the little people yes and,
0: like, it, and it just you just like I seen, like, a preview of it or, like, a clip, and it was, like, very unsettling. Yeah. It was, like, very American Horror Story freak yes. show.
1: I think it actually got banned for a while after it came out because for that time, it was just so not heard of. Yeah. And it's it's super creepy. Yeah. That's another one of my favorites.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. What, what's that on? Is it available, like, on Netflix? I want to watch that one. It
1: was on, well, it was on HBO Max for a while. I don't know if it still is um and then i know amc had it like on the amc app oh the app yeah yeah
0: oh nice so those are your favorites so can you tell us a little bit uh, more about like the worst what's the worst horror film you've the ever seen the
1: worst horror film i've ever seen you know what a lot of people are probably gonna get upset with me i don't like jason I don't oh, like any yeah. of the Friday the 13th movies. That's... I never
0: really got into Jason. It's not
1: my, he's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Michael, never... Freddy, like those are my those are my boys. Yeah. Not Jason though.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it is about those films. I, I never was drawn to them either. No?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, the remake was, was pretty good, but I mean, I'm still not like a diehard fan for the yeah. whole franchise. I just, I don't know.
1: I don't like I it. I always chose Michael. Yes. Always. Yeah. Like, I love Halloween. Like to that's, Michael, yeah.
0: All day, every day. Yes. Yes. So let's go ahead and get into a little bit more uh like paranormal and and whatnot. Do you do you have any Ooh. stories you'd like to share or anything?
1: Paranormal like, like stories. I have one. Um let's see. I was probably about four or five years old and I remember I was staying at my aunt's house. I stayed at my aunt's house a lot when I was little. Um so my aunt's living room, she had a huge window in the living room. And it was probably about 9 o'clock at night because I remember I was watching Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries oh, was on.
0: That theme song,
1: though. creep Robert Stack.
0: Imagine waking up as a child. And, and hearing that. <laughs> in a dark room and your whole family just like went to bed and left the TV on and that's just on. That was my childhood. Hear, I'm
1: Robert Stuck.
0: Yes, and his <laughs> voice didn't help. Oh, my gosh. Okay, sorry. Yeah,
1: no, it's fine. So I, I remember Unsolved Mysteries was on. I was, like, sitting in the living room playing with my dolls. And I remember hearing a tap on the window, on that big window. And I looked up, and there was a little girl in the window. And I remember she scared me because she looked off. Like, she didn't look right. She was very, very pale. She had... Super light blonde hair, and she had the bluest eyes I've ever seen. She was wearing white pajamas with red and blue dinosaurs and her eyes were really big and she waved at me like really fast and It scared me so I jump up. I run to my Thea's room I'm like "There is a little girl in the window. There's a little girl in the window So of course she's like oh my god, it's late at night There's a kid out here walking around So she calls my uncle who lives down the street from her And he comes over with like some cousins and they got like flashlights out. Other neighbors are looking around. They're asking me, what did this little kid look like? So I tell them they never find her. So the next day I remember my uncle coming over and I was like eavesdropping on a conversation he was having with my aunt, their brother and sister. And he was like, I think it, it might've been like a ghost. And my aunt was like, no. And he's like, I think it was the little girl that used to come over. So apparently the story is there was a little girl that lived about three houses down. And when my great grandmother was alive, this little girl would come over and knock on the window or the screen because my grandma would give her popsicles. And the little girl, I guess the mom and dad like really didn't watch her. So she was like always in pajamas. Her hair was always crazy. And she actually drowned in her pool. And so they think that that's what I saw. Because they never found this kid, and I described her like to a T. Like to this day, I still remember what she looked like, and they never found her. Like they called the cops. Like it was a big thing because, like I said, they really thought like there's a kid out here that's you know lost or missing. missing and yeah. Or, yeah, and they were like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "Yes." That that's what I saw because I remember her tapping on the window, and she was just staring at me. But I remember her smile like creeped me out. It was weird, scared the hell out of me. And for years I would not look out that window when it was dark like I always made uh, sure to like close the curtains before it got dark because it was just I wasn't having it Did you ever see her again? Like, no any, nothing never saw her again I want to break has broken into my house. I'm hiding in the closet. They're in the house now? Uh, yes. Yes, they are. I just saw them walk to the attic. I have a... Is it a man or a woman? I think it was a man. What's your name, ma'am? Uh, Sandra Bullock. All right, Sandra, I'm going to stay on the phone with you the officers Get there, okay? Okay. I want you to let me know if you hear anything at all.
0: I, I'm, I'm in my closet. I don't think you can see anything. I have a safe door
1: in my bedroom, and I've, I've locked it, and I'm locked in the closet right now. Okay. Don't hang up. I'm going to be dispatching the police. Okay. Don't hang up. Okay. on Okay. You. You have any weapons? Are you armed? Oh no, I'm
0: not. I hear, I hear someone banging on the door. To your bedroom. Hey. Hey.
1: Yes. Eighty okay, twenty nine. Suspect now attempting to gain entry to in the bedroom. Are they close? I don't. We don't have a way to track where they are. I just know that okay. they've been in route for about four minutes since the call okay. came in. Okay. Okay. There's a mouth pulling up now. Knocking hey. out. There. Do what? I'm sorry? I said, do not go out there. Okay, and just I'm, I'm have gonna, them walk out there right here. I'm going to let you know what
0: they're going to do, okay?
1: Is that them knocking at my door? Are
0: you knocking on the door? I hear them. In it. I hear them. and tell them that no, I saw the guy go upstairs into my attic.
1: They're entering, so they've got an open door, them. so they're coming it, in, okay? I,
0: I hear them, yeah. Thank
1: 80, so much for being so. Thank, you. Thank you. Okay, they're taking him into custody now. Oh, they have him? They have him. And hang up thank
0: you now. Okay, thank you so much. So what you just heard was a nine one one call made by actress Sandra Bullock in twenty fourteen. Joshua James Corbet was a stalker who had broken to Sandra's home.
1: Let me just say Sandra was tripping. All the hiding and all that. Yeah. That was out, bro.
0: So how would you how would you have handled that situation?
1: Well, like I've said many times, fight or flight, I would have fought. I'm a fighter.
0: Yeah.
1: I I cannot. It's like, okay, if you're in a situation where your life is at stake and possibly there's a good possibility you might not make it out of said situation. Yeah. Go out with a fight. Go out with a bang. Yeah. I would rather die fighting than die like hunched Hiding. in a corner scared like yeah. somewhere, you know.
0: Maybe cuz she thought like i'm a celebrity so i have to
1: i don't know what she thought <laughs> i don't but all that crying and carrying on that was but cute. she
0: also is fortunate enough to have a, right she a had safe, a safe room <laughs> a safe room in her closet like
1: why was she tripping i would just went to my safe room and been like come get this man
0: yeah all i have in my house is a magnet with knives on it so if something were to go down i'm gonna run to that magnet and just start grabbing, grabbing knives, knives. And swinging grabbing there's, there's knives there's no way but allegedly this guy was obsessed with sandra and Mm -hmm. was following her and in 2018 he actually committed suicide uh leaving behind a letter to sandra confessing his love for her and all these like like really crazy things about how they could have had like a really good life together like just insane
1: that's crazy that's so
0: crazy um, see, it can happen to anyone. Uh didn't the whole reason why I wanted to bring up this whole 911 call is because uh of like a little incident like you had told me about prior to this of Oh, yes. where she literally she she's not playing. No, I to She want, I'm literally is in fight or flight <laughs> mode like literally.
1: So I didn't have a stalker. My roommate at the time, which was my ex's cousin, she was a an exotic dancer.
0: Right? Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. So, you know, she'd have various men that would, you know, get all attached to her and whatnot and so there was one that found out where she lived. I don't know if he had like followed her home one day, but he had come to the door and he was drunk and belligerent and he was kicking the door. Oh, my and gosh. I had my two kids there who were very small at the time. I had her son And I want to say, I think I also had my niece and nephew, my sister-in-law's kids, and I had no phone. My phone service was off, but I had Wi-Fi, so I could use Facebook Messenger. Mm -hmm. So I messaged the kid's dad, my ex, and I was like, dude, there's someone at the door. He's trying to kick the door in. I can't call 911. And he was just like, grab a knife and stand Behind the walks, like where the front door was, there was like a wall on one side of it where I was like behind it. So when somebody walked in, I could have turned a little corner and just with Mm -hmm. a knife. Yeah. So that's what I did. I waited. I put all the kids in the room. I told my daughter not to. Were were they awake? They were awake. Oh, my God. I told Alina, my daughter, I was like, don't unlocked the door and they were all scared she's like is the bad man gonna get us is the bad man oh gonna get god. us?" oh my god that is i was awful. like no baby i was like nobody's gonna get you yeah i was like mommy's gonna get the bad man Period. she's like okay <laughs> so yeah so i went and i grabbed the biggest knife that was in the kitchen and i was waiting for him and then meantime my ex he was working nights at a grocery store and he just took off because he was literally like down the street yeah it's probably like a 15 minute walk and he ran. Like he didn't tell his boss, he just took off. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. But luckily that person just like stopped. Like he was breaking the door. Like he, he... did he
0: see you with the knife?
1: Yeah, I tapped because there was a big glass window. So he's kicking the shit out of the door. He's screaming like, I'm going to fucking kill you when I get inside. He was tripping. I don't know if he was on something, if he was drunk. Yeah. So I tapped on the window with the knife (laughs) and he stopped and he looked at me and I was smiling at him and I was like, come on, come in. I was like, hurry, come in.
0: Oh my God. And he was just
1: looking at me. He's like, what? I was like, come on, come in, hurry up. I was like, come on, let's do it. I was like, let's go. I was getting hype.
0: Was oh, my like, God.
1: He was all, man, fuck you. And he,
0: oh turned, my and he God. left.
1: And I, I mean, was so scared. I was like shaking. Yeah, I was so scared. I mean,
0: what are you going to do in that moment? Like, right. You had three kids there?
1: No, I had like four.
0: Four kids there <laughs> that you had to protect.
1: Yeah. Where was the no mom? Phone. Was she working? Yeah, she was working. Oh, she was working. I think my sister-in-law had gone out or something happened because I remember I had all the kids. Yeah, scary. And then my ex, he showed up like five minutes later and he is like, he went all around the apartment. He sat outside for hours waiting for this dude to come back and he never came back.
0: I wonder what he wanted.
1: I don't know. He wanted something to do with her though because he was pissed and he thought she was there and like she just didn't want to come to the door. Yeah. As I was like, No, she's not here and he's like, Yes, the fuck she is. She needs to open the door and he would not go away and I was like, Shit.
0: We should email a copy of this uh story to Sandra Bullock so she knows how to react (laughs) on her next home. Tap on your window with a knife. Yes. That'll (laughs) definitely scare them away. I lived in a quiet neighborhood in my mid-twenties, or at least, that's what I thought. You don't really hear of instances like this. Instances of gay males in their mid-twenties being stalked or watched. But it does happen. He seemed like an ordinary man at first, my neighbor. But something about him always seemed off i would guess he was around his mid to late 40s maybe 50s i would catch glimpses of him working out or hanging out in his garage on my way out or arriving home however i would make my presence known and say hello for him it started innocently glimpses of his figure lurking behind his curtains as i passed by his house at first i dismissed it as mere coincidence assuming he was just as curious about his surroundings as anyone else. But as the days went by, his behavior became more, let's just say, disturbing. Late at night, when the moon and dim street lamps would cast an eerie glow over the street, I would sometimes catch a shadowy figure lurking around outside my window. As always, you always think these situations won't happen to you. So I dismissed it as someone taking a late night stroll. Then I caught on. It was him, the neighbor. His face obscured by the darkness. His eyes, though I could feel them piercing into me, penetrating my very soul. Fear gripped my heart and I knew I had to confront him. I remember one night in particular. I was throwing a little house party. I had friends mingling inside and out front. I had a bit to drink, but I was making my rounds and attending to everyone. I walked out front and caught my neighbor mingling with some of my friends. I go up to make small talk. Then when the moment presented itself, I pulled him aside and very playfully asked if he was watching me. I see you watching me too, he responds playfully. I chuckle it off and ask again a little more seriously. He replies with a very short, no. It was all so creepy and his dry response pushed me to get back into my safe zone. I responded with a, have a good night, hoping he would get the hint and go home. I was growing tired of the games. On another night, I decided to keep my blinds open, baiting him into exposing his true intentions. As I sat in the dimly lit room, pretending to be scrolling on my phone, I saw his silhouette inch closer and closer. A lump grew in my throat. My heart raced as he pressed his face against the glass, his breath fogging the windowpane. His eyes were haunting, void of any compassion or sanity. I could sense the twisted pleasure he derived from invading my privacy. His gaze moved from room to room, as if memorizing every corner of my life. Panic surged through my veins, but I had to gather the courage to confront this creep. I jumped up and opened my door. He just began laughing and walked back to his home. Was this guy serious? I asked what he was doing, and very sarcastically, he replied, watching you. Another confrontation awaited me the following day, determined to put an end to this pest. As I approached his front door, I noticed a peculiar smell, a mix of decay and something even more sinister. It lingered in the air, suffocating and ominous. I knocked aggressively. Then I hear a woman yelp for him to answer the door. The door creaked open, revealing the neighbor standing there. A wicked grin etched on his face. From what I could see, there was a hospital bed in his living room. A woman? His wife? I was so confused. In that moment, I realized I wasn't the only victim. I caught glimpses of photographs, snapshots on the entryway table. Photos of what seemed like unsuspecting people going about their everyday lives. It was a gallery of horror. I brought up everything, but more calmly than the previous night politely asking him to leave me alone. He was very nonchalant about the whole situation. I contacted the authorities, sharing the evidence I had witnessed. I'm not sure what happened after, but I know I kept my curtains and blinds shut from then on. I guess they investigated and discovered some shit, but they were unreliable, and it took way too long. I believe the woman on the hospital bed was his sick wife. When she passed, I saw less and less of him. He ended up moving not long after relief finally but even then the curtains in my home remained closed i guess you can say i'm scarred jessica okay <laughs> did you ever watch laguna beach no. I did. Oh and my I God. remember
1: Jessica was a little awkward Jessica, one. Jessica, Jessica, but like
0: the way she would say her name. Jessica. Jessica. That's why I I had to say her name right now. I'm sorry, y'all.
1: That's fine.
0: Jessica. Okay. So the the first question, <laughs> the first question is which titan of terror would you hook up with? <laughs> y'all are asking some wild questions. LOL, who's top and bottom bunk? Um, wow. do you wanna start off? Or do you want me to start? <laughs>
1: I mean, to hook up... This is all for good
0: fun, y'all. This is good fun.
1: I'd have to say my boy Mike michael myers
0: i agree with that i probably would too especially the the 1970 film yes um there was just something like how you could kind of see his like his like neckline or something like i just, i always thought that was just like so hot like the mask and then like his, neckline. The veins and yes, his neck veins yes yes <laughs> i was like please stick your knife in me like murder me um right so obviously now. i'd probably would be on the on the bottom bunk so i'm pretty sure like the same for you correct
1: yes yeah yes
0: um so thank you for whoever to whoever uh submitted this question <laughs> <laughs> let's move on though uh what's something you used to love that's now cringe that's a difficult one
1: that I, is i, I think know. i would say
0: par rangers
1: Oh my god! <laughs> I love the power. Oh the,
0: my god! Why do you? There's a new one. Is there? And it's with. I didn't even know. It's dude. with like some of the the old cast members. It came out uh, earlier this year. It's on Netflix. It's it's like a 52 minute special, oh, wow. and it was so cringy. Really, but at the same time. I loved every moment. Of, like, it was just, it was so bad that it was just, it it captured the essence of, ev- like, uh, everything that the, the the classic show was is what that captured. So, so mm. if you're open to, like, a good, campy, like, you know it's going to be over the top and ridiculous, like, I would recommend that.
1: Like, I know what mine is. What is it? The Twilight Saga.
0: You like Twilight?
1: Dude, I read all the books when I was pregnant with my daughter. Every single book. I would read them to my ex. He loved them too. He did. You
0: would read them to him? Yeah.
1: Like I would be reading and he'd be like, "Oh, what's happening in the story right now?" So he'd like sit next to me and I'd like read it out loud and then when the movies came out, we watched all the movies. Oh
0: my god, look at you, you audio book. Yeah. What's I your, was what, your
1: little,
0: Yeah, before it was a thing. Right. Uh, what's your favorite one?
1: My favorite out of all of them, I'd have to say, would be Breaking Dawn, the part that's, two.
0: That's part two. Yeah. Me What's and the my one sisters she gets, up, that? she gets up and she, she like bends back, she like breaks her back or something?
1: That's the f- Breaking Dawn part one. I loved it, though. I'm not afraid to admit it. Yeah. But okay, yes. that that's a good one, actually. Super that's cringe a, That's now. a really good one. Like, now I'm like, oh my God, Jessica, what is wrong with you? Well, now it's a, a guilty <laughs> pleasure
0: now, I'm sure, yeah. right? Uh, oh my God! There's so many things now. I'm like, it's all coming back to me. Like, did you ever watch the Vampire Diaries or no?
1: Yes.
0: That's pretty cringe now. If it you, is. If you go back and watch but it, but I it was, was obsessed. So good. It me and so Bertie,
1: my sister too. We were like, it oh was my God. So good. Salvatore.
0: See, yes, season like season two and like three. I think up until season five is when it was like at its prime. It was just like yes. nonstop goodness. Like, we so binge good. watched
1: it. Yeah. So good.
0: Yeah. So that's those are some cringe things that I can I can think of is there anything else this, this is a good one actually it's bringing up some...
1: cringe things I honestly
0: I feel like anything that was made from the year 2010 and like and prior to that is
1: yeah boy meets world i loved boy meets world
0: i love boy meets world yeah did you watch the reboot girl meets world i and like it what the, what
1: or the you know i'm i hate to admit it but i have to because i'm honest i was a huge fan of the secret life i watched of
0: an american Teenager. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god <laughs> yes that has that girl from that those divergent uh-huh. movies those are actually really cringe too
1: yeah they are yeah i didn't i'm not i didn't really get into those movies the
0: first one was good and then the rest were like nah
1: i watched every single season of
0: how many seasons an was American it teacher. i never watched that i think show.
1: it was like five seasons oh wow and i watched them all yeah i was obsessed
0: like obsessed obsessed
1: yeah it's weird i don't know why but i did you know what i also got into for a while when it came out i was super excited for what fuller house
0: okay that's actually that's that's like the power ranger thing like that's like so like cringe and bad that it's just so good yeah that was really good actually i loved it yeah yeah that's that's one reboot that actually like did did good like it it still captured that like same vibe and feeling from the original show. So
1: y'all don't judge me off what I just shared. I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I edit all this out. I know, right? I'm not, I'm not going to edit it out. Um, Okay. Let's, let's do a different question. That was a good one. Thank you. Thank you. At at first I was kind of like hesitant, but then that, that was actually really good. Thank you. Next one is if you could relive one moment or memory in your life, what would that be and why
1: Ooh, you first
0: oh are we gonna get deep here
1: i feel like we are because yeah yeah <laughs>
0: um if you could really live a moment in your memory i like what it would be um i don't i uh, do i want to get the miss america answer or like <laughs> No, let's let's give an Anthony answer. Um, I would have to say I would want to relive, and uh, I talked about this on on your podcast uh, mm-hmm. a little bit. But I grew up. Uh, I was raised by my grandma, um, and there was a certain point in my life where I like I grew up and like I started losing a bunch of weight and just being very. I mean like any teenager would like just into myself and just focused on like boys and partying and whatever Mm -hmm. so I wasn't really there with her when uh prior to her passing away um and I feel like we we obviously drifted because she was she was sick and she was in the in the the hospital but I think I, I if I could I would go back and just kind of like try and spend more time with her especially in those last moments because I mean I didn't even get to see her before she died like i think i was working and my dad had to go to my work to to get me um but when i got to the hospital she had already passed so she was just laying there um and i think yeah that's is that too deep oh my gosh no (laughs) No, like that's probably like that's real one of my biggest regrets is just not because this woman did everything for me like I mean, my, my dad was there and my grandpa was there for part of it, but he passed away, uh, prior. Um, so like she did a lot and I don't know. I just, I, I've never had closure on that, on that whole relationship. And that's honestly like the, one of my like biggest regrets. Yeah, I would, I would say that. Did I answer this question? I feel like I got really deep right there for a moment. That's a great answer,
1: though. It's good.
0: Oh, my gosh. What about you?
1: Well, mine's just as deep. Let me grab a tissue box. Right. Um, If I could relive one moment or memory in my life, I'd say I would like to go back to my high school graduation party because that was the last time that I got to celebrate with my dad and he danced with me. We had a father-daughter dance, my my first and my last one. And I just remember that like all my family was there, like my mom's side, my dad, like some of my dad's side. And it was just like this really cool feeling because that never really happened for me. Mm-hmm. Like all my family being together like that. Um, and I just remember like my dad being really happy, and he kept hugging me and telling me he was proud of me. So if I could, I would like to go back. That's the moment I'd go back to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm all. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was really deep. Thank you to yeah who submitted this question. That was a really good one. Um, I'm all sad now. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ugh. I'm gonna cry my cry. It's human. It, we're <laughs> we're feeling human emotions. Let us. Don't touch right. us. All right. Let's let's move on. Um, if you had a time capsule for future generations, what would you put in there to course correct current social issues? Holy shit. Um,
1: I said a Bible. A Bible. That's what I said. I'm, yeah. That's my story. I'm sticking to it.
0: Yeah. Why Bible?
1: It's not popular. I know it's probably not a popular answer. It's like, "Hey, get her off your podcast.
0: No. (laughs) All (laughs) people with all different types of beliefs and walks of life are welcome. So no, I'd like, why? Because
1: I feel like God is lacking in our society today. Yeah. And I feel like maybe future generations would do it better than the previous generations because I feel like why so many people want to take God out of the equation is that so many Christians from, you know, the past and even the present have made, um, God such an ugly thing and, you know, following Christ a bad thing because they've made it like so condemning and judgy and scary mm-hmm. and it's not supposed to be any of that, you know, in, in my opinion and what I believe God and, Jesus is supposed to be up about love and forgiveness and kindness and you know um, having grace and that's what it's really about and I think when you mix politics in it and all this ugly stuff is what gets people to where like they just don't want any part of it and it makes me sad because it's not what christianity is supposed to be about
0: yeah like i i think part of the reason why a lot of people have like shut that out or like don't want any, anything to do with it is because mm-hmm. like it just like really ugly and just judgmental and it became about race and about like orientation and what you identify as and it's just it became so ugly and i think that's why but i think you said it really well
1: well if i could just kind of say i know like i don't want to take up too much time but um,
0: oh no, you're fine. We're not. Yeah.
1: Like the, my whole thing with that is, you know, all this, all this talk now about this is a sin and that's a sin. And let me just say, for those of you that might not know, um, in the Christian, in the sorry, in the Christian faith, there is no sin is sin. God doesn't see one sin bigger than the other sin. If you're cheating on your wife, that's just as bad as if. People that say, oh, well, being homosexual is a sin. Well, so is, you know, being a glutton. So is killing people. God, when God looks at sin, it's just sin. And that was the whole point of Jesus Christ dying for our sins, if you in fact believe that, if you are of Christian faith. So that really bothers me when I hear like, oh, well, this is a sin and this is sinful. It's like, yeah, but we all have sin. And that was the whole point of this man that we believe came to earth and walked among us and then died for us, right? To give us grace for our sins. Because without him, we wouldn't have it. And, you know, if you're Christian, then we believe in heaven and hell. And we know we'd all go to hell if we didn't have this grace that he gave us with his life. So that's just my thing on it. And I hate hearing all this stuff about sin and people being so judgy, like, It's like, okay, but look at your own sins. Yeah. Worry about your own stuff. And as Christians, we're called to pray for people. So when we don't agree with stuff, we're not supposed to sit there and banish people or Mm -hmm. be like, you're wrong and no. Get out your pitchforks and you just pray for them. Pray for
0: them and and hope for the best.
1: Yeah, because like you are gonna want forgiveness on judgment day. You have to bestow forgiveness in life yeah. in order to receive that when you die.
0: Wow, we just got a lesson here.
1: Everyone. That's just what I think. There could be a lot of Christians. And let the choir
0: say amen. Right. There <laughs> might
1: be a lot of pissed off Christians. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. So the reason why I'm so passionate about that topic is because, you know, I get a lot of uh, questions about about my son. My son is nine, and he's, he's very... Um, Flamboyant and theatrical and very sensitive and in our society that's always attributed with. Oh, well, do you think he's gay? Yeah. And it's like well No, but even if he was or even if that's the case That's okay. because He's still my son yeah. and he has such a beautiful heart and such a beautiful soul and he's so like in touch and in tune with God and spirituality And I just, I look at that little boy and it's just, I don't, it's like, how could, how could that be a sin? Yeah. You know? And like I said, it's like, I've gotten questions from certain people and I'm just like, well, I don't know if he is. He's still, he's still too soon to tell. He's a kid. He's He's nine nine years old. But it's, it's funny how that seems to bother so many people or like it's a question that they would even like yeah like that you would bring even it up bring to it, to it up like well do you think i'm like well i don't are you <laughs> yeah, like
0: why do you want to know like, i don't know
1: <laughs> you know we'll cross that bridge when we get, when we to get it. there yeah yeah and joseph he hasn't sh- expressed any real interest in like boys or girls he's just like
0: He's living his best life. Yeah, honestly. he's just like, so he's happy. Such a happy kid.
1: He is. He just wants everyone to be his friend. He I've is. never
0: met him, but just from like what I see on your social media, I'm just like, God, this kid. He just looks so happy. Like I just want to be around him because he just is he's
1: so happy,
0: radiant, and just and he's he so happy. he
1: Faces so many struggles because Joseph, um, he does have a learning disability. Um, that he was just we just found out about it. Like I had to go through all kinds of loopholes and stuff with his school to get him tested. What, what exactly
0: like is uh, like what how was he? You... Um.
1: So basically, he's nine, um, but he's kind of like at the mental capacity of like a six or seven year old. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like he's you know just barely learning things that like uh, typically like a kindergartner mm-hmm. would learn, um. But he's so like determined to learn and to, and to keep up with his class. Like, you know, his teacher told me last year when I went in for a parent teacher conference, she was just like, I've basically, she was like, I've never met a child like your son. She's like, I never have to tell him to get his materials out. He comes in ready to work. Yeah, He is so eager to learn and to try. And she was just like, She's like, to know him is to want him to succeed. She's mm-hmm. like, because you can see he wants to succeed. Aww. He just has like a very bright disposition about everything. And he doesn't go through life feeling like there's anything wrong with him. He's just very like... There isn't. There isn't no, no, there's No, there's not. But so many kids have that. You know what I mean? Yes. And like they let other kids get in their head. And Joseph is just like... I'm like he's just like I'm the greatest <laughs> and yeah. I'm like you are
0: <laughs> exactly yes. yeah yeah
1: and, and yeah he's
0: so lucky that he has that from you because a lot of kids don't have their parents they're like being their biggest cheerleader and that's why it's so important to like no matter what your kid is doing like always lift them up because look at Joseph he's like he is the ro- dude like he might as well just be like freaking
1: he's so happy
0: flying around with unicorns and like flying <laughs> pigs because it just the i don't i've never met this this child but just seeing him in your video it just it makes Hell me yeah. happy to like see him because he's always just he like he just
1: radiates happiness. he lives in his own world <laughs> like i remember the first meeting we went to they're called iep meetings and that's when you find out if your child needs assistance in school and then yeah. they they tell you how much tutoring they can get and all this and that and the child has to be present for those iep meetings and, you know, after his very first one, you know, I came out. I didn't really show it, but inside, you know, of course, I'm human. So it's like, that's my baby. Yeah. I learn he has these challenges. And then I start like, you start with like the blaming yourself. And if I did this or this or this. And I remember when we got home, because Joseph's very vibey. And he came and sat next to me and he's like, mommy. He was like, is there something wrong with me? He's like, am I in trouble? And I said, no. And he was like, well, how come they take me out of class? And how come the teacher has to help me do this? And so I just sat with him and I told him, you know what, Joseph? I was like, you're so special. I was like, and you're so unique. I was like that your brain doesn't work like everyone else's. Yeah. I was like, because you're that much smarter than everyone else. I was like, so we have to figure out how to um help you so that you can learn in the best way possible and Mm -hmm. he was like he's like am i like a superhero i was like yeah you are exactly you're the next bill gates yeah i was like dude i was like joseph i was like when they finally i said when we figure out the best way for you to learn i was like it's gonna be insane all the stuff you can do it's gonna
0: be an unstoppable machine And he's
1: like he's like can i go to college i was like son you go anywhere you want yeah And so, just like, and he's so like has so much trust in us that he believes whatever we tell him. So if I tell him something, he believes that with his whole heart and soul. So yeah, he's he's good. He's doing he's doing great.
0: My gosh.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Amal, can I bring him on the podcast? (laughs) I'm just I'm just kidding. Y'all,
1: can we have a conversation? Sorry, you have to be 18 and over.
0: Last question of the episode. What are your thoughts on humans potentially being able to store their memories and thoughts into a database or computer to reach a certain level of immortality?
1: I don't like it.
0: That's creepy. I don't
1: like it. That's like, so,
0: that's like, what, I don't understand this question. So if you send this question, can you please send me like a DM? Uh, I know you're anonymous, but I... I want to know.
1: So, like, they take our memories and they put it in a database. So like when like what a gone, robot? So
0: the robot would, like, yes, walk around with our memories? With our and memories like
1: our, and, like, people can watch them later on, like, hundreds or thousands of years potentially from now. I've never heard of
0: the. Have you heard of
1: this? I've never heard of it. It's a crazy concept and I don't like it because I don't want to be immortal. I'm not supposed to be.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I... My thoughts on that, I, I, I think it's... I don't know. I think it's pretty. It's pretty scary, honestly.
1: Well, yeah. Your thoughts are private. Your memories are private. Yeah. Well, i would not want
0: like a robot walking around? I don't around want and, them like, on display. Yeah. That's <laughs> my private. No, absolutely not. This question is banned. Uh, but no, Cut like out I, of the
1: episode. No, I'm just kidding. I, we're done. It's a wrap.
0: Um. I. I don't think I would like that. Honestly, though. No. Yeah. I wouldn't either. I, it's already getting really so crazy with like this AI. Like oh everyone's saying, AI is gonna take over people's job. It is so it terrifying, is. and I'm. So what like,
1: happens when they become smarter than us? irobot Right.
0: The, the the Will Smith is that yes. the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I robot or something. But oh my gosh.
1: We're well, at the end of days.
0: It's. Yeah, Honestly (laughs) we're getting there. We have aliens we have aliens in Las Vegas crashing people's backyard. They they're here. here. It's yeah.
1: They better stop it.
0: And on that note, it is that sad time of the episode where I have to wrap up. Thank you so much again. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule and day to come and sit with me and chat. So thank you so much.
1: Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry if you lose listeners. Oh, stop it! Over my archaic uh, no
0: thought process. No, like that's (laughs) the whole point of this podcast is just to to talk about all different kinds of things. And I mean, I always say it too. I said there's nothing more like yes, there's horror films and stuff, but there's nothing more horrifying than what is going on around us. And I just think it's stuff that needs to be talked about and and discussed. And I mean, we're not here fist fighting so i mean i think we did something right like we're able to have a healthy conversation and that's what it's about but before i send you on your very way can you tell the people where they can find you
1: you can find me on instagram um my instagram page for the podcast is mortal thoughts with two s's and it has to have two S's because somebody else took Mortal somebody Thoughts took their other. <laughs> with one S. I don't know who, but someone did. Did you
0: know you can, like, message them and, like, bribe them? Can I? Yes. You can be <laughs> well, like, hey, I'll um, give you this much if I can have your, your name. But yeah. that's too much work.
1: Because I just, it's it was either that or an underscore, but the underscore makes not make sense. No, that's too distracting. Yeah. So it's Mortal Thoughts. And then my podcast is only on Spotify. But if you don't have Spotify, you can download it for free.
0: It's free, everyone. To listen Come to me. On. It's free
1: yeah and that's about it i just have the podcast page and then you know the actual podcast on spotify
0: awesome and like i said everyone please check out mortal thoughts on spotify every saturday every saturday <laughs> at 6 p.m
1: yes pacific standard
0: e- pacific time. standard time was at eastern <laughs> right now pacific standard time but thank you so much again and until next time everyone i will talk to you all on the next episode